Hello everyone, today is the fourth reading of Parshas Chayasara, where Eliezer is given the task by oath to find a suitable match for his master's son Yitzchak, Abraham's son Yitzchak. Um, he arrives and makes a sign with God, first lady that comes out to offer me water, so on and so forth. And Rivka walks out and offers him water and offers also his camels. And he finds out he's from the right family and offers him a place to stay. And here we go. Verse 27, he said, The eternal, the God of my master Abraham, has shown himself to be the source of blessing, that he did not withhold his complete kindness even from a master, uh, kindness from a master, even me, his servant. The eternal guided me on the right path to the house of my master's rel relatives. 28, the girl ran to her mother's house and told her these events. Why her mother's house? It was customary, says Rashi, for a woman to have a separate house in which to sit to do their work, and a daughter confides only in her mother. 29, now Rivka had a brother whose name was Lavan. Lavan ran, or Laban, Lavan ran outside to the man to the spring. Why did he run, says Rashi? Um... Because he saw the nose ring that Rivka walked in with. He said, this man is wealthy. And he set his eyes on getting his money. Verse number 30. This happened when he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arm. And when he heard the words of Rivka, his sister, saying, this is what the man said to me. He came to the man and there he was standing by the camels next to the spring. By the camels, Rashi comments to wait over them. This is similar to he was waiting upon them by Abraham, was waiting upon them to serve them. Verse number 31, by when he had guests. Verse 31, he said to him, Blessed one, blessed one of the eternal, come inside. Why stay outside when I have cleaned out uh, the house and made place for the camels? Laban invited him inside. He said he cleaned out the house, Rashi says, from idols. Verse 32, the man came into the house and unmuzzled, unmuzzled the camels. Lavan provided straw and fodder for the camels and water to the wash the man's feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Rashi explains, he untied their muzzles, for he obstructed their mouths on the way that they would not graze in other people's fields. Verse 33, food was placed before him to eat, but he said, I shall not eat until I have said what I have to say. Lavan replied, then speak. Verse 34, the man said, I am the servant of Abraham. 35, the eternal's the eternal greatly blessed my master and he prospered and he gave him sheep, goats, and cattle, silver and gold, servants and maidservants and camels and donkeys. Verse 36, my master's wife, Sarah, then bore my, son, my master a son after she became old and he gave him everything that he had. Says Rashi, Eliezer showed them the gift deed that every all, all the possessions of Abraham was given to his son. 37, my master then made me swear saying, you shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaani in whose land I am living. Says Rashi, unless you first go to my father's house and the woman is unwilling to follow you. Verse 38, unless you first go to my father's house and to my family and try to take a wife for my son from there. Verse 39, I said to my master, maybe the woman will not be willing to follow me. And Rashi explains, the word Ulai, although usually written with a vav, is written here without a vav so that he may be read a lie to me. Basically, the inner intention of Eliezer was Eliezer had a daughter and he was looking for a pretext that Abraham would say to him that he is turning to him to marry his daughter. 
to Yitzchak. Abraham said to him, My son is blessed and you are cursed. And one who is cursed cannot unite with one who is blessed. Verse number 40, he answered me, The eternal who I am, who I have served closely will send his angel with you and lead your way to success. And you shall take a wife for my son from my family or from my father's house. Verse 41, if you go to my family, then you will be absolved of my solemn oath. And if they do not give their daughter to you, you'll be free of my solemn oath. Verse 42, I came today to the spring and said, O eternal, the God of my master, Abraham, please, if you wish to lead the path I am following to success. Rashi quotes, he says he came today. He said he started off today and he came today. Um, the, basically the land shrank for him. Racha said that God enjoys more the conversations of the servants of our forefathers is more pleasing to God than expositions of the Torah of their descendants because the passage about Eliezer is repeated in the Torah. When, first is when Eliezer talks about it, and then he repeats the story when he arrives. It's a t- Torah uses it twice, says the story twice. Yet many principles of the Torah are, are given only by slight indications. And here they have many verses repeated over here. 43, I'm standing here by the water spring. Let it be the girl who comes out to draw water. And I say to her, please give me a little water to drink from your pitcher. 44, and she says to me, you two drink, and I shall also draw water for your camels. Let her be the woman whom the Eternal has determined for my master's son. The word gam would include men with him in her offer. The Ezra says, has designated, in other words, has selected and made known similarly every expression of Echach and his scripture is the clarification of something. Verse 45, I've, I had not yet finished speaking to myself when just then Rivka was coming out with her pitcher on her shoulder and she went down to the spring and drew the water. I said to her, please give me to drink. What does it mean I had not yet finished? Rashi explains literally means I was not yet finished. Similarly, every expression of the present tense, in other words, continuous past, can sometimes mean past tense, and sometimes it can mean, uh, and it could have been written tenem kalisi, I had not yet finished, and sometimes it could also use a future tense. Verse number 46, she quickly took down her pitcher and said, drink, and I shall also give your camels to drink. I drank, and she also gave the camels to drink. 47, I questioned her, saying, whose daughter are you? And she replied, I'm the daughter of the of Besuel, the son of Nachar, whom Milka bore to him. I then placed the nose ring on her, on her nose and the bracelets on her arm. It's interesting, Rashi comments that he changed the order, because first he put the bracelets and the nose, nose ring and bracelets, and then he asked, who are you? But he didn't want to say that order, because they would have asked, how could you have given it to her? When you did not know who she was, verse number 48, I bowed low and prostrated myself to the eternal, the God of my fat master Abraham, who had guided me on the right path to take my master's niece for his son. Verse 49, so now if you are willing to perform true kindness with my master, tell me so. But if not, tell me otherwise, and I shall turn to the right or to the left. Says Rashi, to the right to take a, do- a wife from the daughters of Yishmael, to the left to take a wife from the daughters of Lot, who lived to the left of north of Abraham. 50, Lavan and Besuel replied, saying, this thing has come from the eternal. We cannot tell you anything bad or good. In other words, Lavan was wicked. It says, Lavan and Besuel replied, and Lavan before his father, Lavan was wicked, and he jumped in to answer before his father, Rashi comments. He said, we cannot tell you anything, says Rashi, to refuse you in this manner, 
not by giving a bad, in other words, direct, uh, directly negative response, nor by giving a, 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 a reasoned response, for it is evident that this matter was determined by the Eternal accordingly, according to what you said, he had arranged for her to meet you. Verse 30, 51, Rivka is here before you, take her and go, and let her be a wife for your master's son, as the Eternal has spoken. 52, when Avram, Avram's servant heard their words, he prostrated himself to the ground before the Eternal Says Rashi, prostrate himself to the ground. From here we learn that the one that one should give thanks for good tidings. So the question is, when the verse says that Eliezer has said, Blessed be God, the God of our master, my master Abraham, who has not withheld his kindness and truth from my master, how could you bless God? You could praise God, but how do you bless can a mortal human being bless God? What kind of blessing? Simple answer is the word bless. The verb to bless in Hebrew means to bend down, to draw down, to extend. When we acknowledge God's presence in our lives, we are drawing down Him into the world. Because God created the world in a way that He is concealed, He hides Himself. And it makes it our mission to overcome the concealment. And that's what it means we can bless God. In other words, through us, it's this sense that we basically bless God that's through us to be, we make God more revealed, we draw him down more revealed in the world than he would be normally. And this, so that's why we recite a blessing over good news, over food, before we eat food, or over the opportunity to fulfill some commandment. It's not just thanking God, but it's acknowledging God's presence in our lives. And through this, we expand the world's divine consciousness, blessing him with even greater manifestations throughout reality. May God be completely revealed throughout reality with the coming of Mashiach now. Amen.